Welcome to Sewickley Academy's Alumni Conversations, hosted by Kate Long. Each episode, Kate chats with alumni to learn more about how they're doing after graduating from Sewickley Academy. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to our Alumni Conversations podcast. Uh, this is our very first interview in our interview series. Uh, my name is Kate Long. I am the new Alumni Relations Coordinator here at Swigley Academy. And I'd like to welcome Colin Champ, class of 1999, who is our very first guest. So thank you, Colin, so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Happy to be on. So um, the purpose of our, of our podcast here is just to check in with our alums and see what people are doing uh, from all walks of life all over the country. And we um, thought Colin would be a great first guest. So uh, it would be great if you could just tell us what you've been up to, where life took you after Swickley Academy. Sure. So yeah, 99, when I, when I finished up, I went up to Boston to get a degree in chemical engineering um, at MIT. And uh, upon finishing there, I actually went into consulting for a year in Chicago, so did did nothing with my with my degree. But um, and then after that, I actually went went back to med school uh, at Jefferson in Philadelphia, and did most of uh, my training there as well in my subspecialty field of radiation oncology. So I finished that. Um, geez, when did I finish that? Um, 2013, uh, moved back to the Berg, got a job at uh, UPMC. And then about two years ago, during the uh, the, the great uh, migration, I was one of the docs that left and uh, got a job at Duke University, where I'm an associate professor, uh, radiation oncologist, and I sp- specialize in treatment of breast cancer and lymphoma. And I do exercise and nutrition research. Wow. That's great. Um, so, you know, I'm sure you, I know you recently moved to, to um, your Duke position, and I'm just curious how COVID has affected that um, since you, you know, haven't been there all that long. Yeah, um, it's it's been interesting. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, we can't complain because we're, we're healthy and everything's been, been great. Uh, but we did have uh, our daughter right after moving here, uh, which was great. And the department was very supportive, lots of uh, colleagues coming over to help out. And then COVID hit with no family around. Uh, so that was, was quite interesting, taking a new job, having a new addition to your family uh, and not being able to leave the house for a while. Uh, so that, that's, that's been interesting. Um, luckily, it's, it's pretty nice down here. So we get to spend a lot of time outside. Uh, I think that was kind of the saving grace that, that kept us kept us sane with without you know a lot of our friends and family down here, so yeah, so we we managed to push through and hoping things uh, continue to get more and more positive in that direction. I'm sure that was not easy for you or your your wife. So. No, not not at all. <laughs> all right, um, I'm just really interested to hear more about your experiences here at Swickley Academy. Um, if you could just talk about some highlights when you were here, some of your favorite memories. Sure, so Swickley, so I, I grew up uh, in Kennedy Township area, like 
not not far from Keys Rocks. Not not the nicest uh, area in the world, but but not a bad area. And I came to Swickley uh, just for high school, kind of as an outsider. Uh, so it was interesting times uh, merging there. Uh, and and just for for me, it was was such a a big deal to to get into Swickley to go there. Um, just, just such a big deal for my family. Uh, and so it, I'm thankful because it, it really put me in the right direction academically. But but I just met so many so many good people and my my goofball friends that, that I met there. Kind of coming in as the outsider, it was it was always interesting. And to this day, we still kind of have this this back and forth along those lines. So uh, really, the the biggest thing for me from Swickley is just most of my friends from there. I've I've stayed extremely tight with. Uh, more so than any of my friends from anywhere else. Again, I wasn't even from Swickley growing up. So that, that's that been an a, amazing experience. And then just the alumni all over the country, even, even when I was up in Boston, some of the alumni events, uh, it was just always nice to see people from, from Swickley. And even here, being down in Durham, uh, I've talked to people. I ran into the lacrosse coach at Durham Academy who went to Michigan State with the lacrosse coach at Swickley Academy, who was also the gym teacher, Hilgi. So just, just a, a super tight network, which is, which is pretty amazing. And that, that definitely sits the highest in my, in my memories. And obviously we, lots of other good memories. We, we won the uh, state championship in basketball my sophomore year. Uh, and then right after that, the, the soccer team won their state championship, which was like a huge deal back then. And, and uh, now I, it's like, you guys are winning state championships left and right. So I guess it's not that big of a deal anymore. It's still a big deal. It's a, it will always be a big deal. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, and just, you know, la- lastly, the uh, the direction it, it put me in for, for the rest of my life. For, for co- I mean, my, my first year at MIT was actually way easier than my senior year at Swickley Academy. So that was always interesting for me. Uh, but but not only did it launch me in a positive direction, but it, it just felt so, again, so tight-knit and kind of a, a a close, small, friendly environment. So it's it's amazing what a job they did to balance those those aspects. That's great. And what what year did you come to Swickley? So I came. Uh, what was my first year? 96, 95, 96. Okay. So was that ninth grade? That was ninth grade. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Can you tell me about some of your favorite classes while you were here? Favorite classes. We had. Um, this guy, Dr. Serksner, was there for a little bit. Um, we had a, a chemistry class with him, which was always, always eventful. Uh, and then Mr. Lally was was there um, when I was there. We had some AP classes with him, and again, always always eventful, doing some crazy experiments uh, in class. So that 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 really pushed me in the science. He he single handedly pushed me hard into the sciences, and, and really is responsible for. For where I ended up, I mean, even getting into MIT was was never even on my radar, uh, and really because of him, I, I ended up there. He he helped me grow personally. He helped me get in. Uh, it, it just had a huge huge impact. So I always remember his classes. Um, and then uh, Mr. Knowles was our Spanish teacher, and I always remember his classes because we played so many pranks on the on the poor man. So to, to this day, we still we still make jokes about those pranks. <laughs> um, 
so you said uh, you said about your science um your science teacher and really sort of helping you push you toward you know pursuing what you were were passionate about um you know, i lost my train of thought um sorry about that no problem yeah um so i you mentioned that I say you felt really prepared and that even your senior year was harder than MIT. Can you talk a little bit more about that? I mean, in what ways did you feel like senior year was harder and and how 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 were you so prepared? Did you feel like for that first year of college? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest challenge for for college is you you go there and it's you're on your own. Um, you're not forced to do anything. You're not forced to go to class or you have free periods. You have classes scattered throughout the day. Uh, so it really takes a lot of discipline to just to power through. It's the first time in your life you're not forced to do things. You're not forced to do homework. You're, you know, they don't, they don't necessarily care. I mean, at the end of the semester they care, but, but throughout they're not, they're not holding your hand. Uh, and the nice thing is in, in Swickley, especially the last year, you have so many free periods, you have so much independent learning time that it really starts to promote that self-discipline um, that that ability to just work hard during your free time uh, and then work hard in class as well. So when I transitioned to that at MIT, it, it was no different. It was like an extra year. It was like the fifth year of, of Swickley. Uh, and then in a lot of the intro classes there, the intro science classes, the intro math classes, uh, I mean, they were they were way easier than the, the AP courses at Swickley. So academically, it it was certainly uh, much easier than I expected in the first year, uh, but but really the the work ethic, the responsibility aspects were were where I was was very well prepared for that. Well, that's crazy to hear that some of the math courses here were more difficult than they were at MIT your freshman year of college. So that's that's impressive. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> true. Yeah. As far as um, sports and activities, I know you mentioned you were on the basketball team. What other types of things were you involved with while you were here? So uh, I ran track uh, independently with Quaker Valley um, and uh, Dr. Serksner actually helped a lot with that, which was a whole nother interesting, uh, <laughs> interesting component of high school when you're, you're running, uh, playing a sport by yourself with a local public high school. Uh, so that was another, uh, uh, a pretty good experience, pretty good learning experience for me. Uh, and then, man, you guys have so many clubs. I can't keep track of which I was 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 in. I know I was in Future Business Leaders of America. Okay. Um, so that that helped, I guess, for my one year of of consulting before I switched and, and went into medicine. Um, but yeah, that was a whole another component of applying for college. They just they require so much extracurricular activity, uh, and again, it's just just part of the normal curriculum there. So there was a lot of clubs even when you were in school because we still have, we have a ton of clubs for the size of school that we are so so that seems yeah like there were so there were a ton and like i said i can't even remember half the ones you know some of them my friends roped me into uh others obviously i was uh, a lot more interested in them but, but there's tons of choices for sure yeah that was one of the things that surprised me right away is for a smaller student body just how active and engaged um our senior school students are so coming from the college guidance office, um, you know, now working with alumni relations, it's just, um, it's really incredible to me what the, you know, the students are involved with. And it sounds like that was your experience as well. 
Yeah, and that was, you know, 20, wow, that was 20-some years ago, which <laughs> I'm, I'm aging myself here. But, yeah, def definitely ahead of the curve. You talked a little bit about this, but I'm wondering if you could, you know, sort of go even in further into this, but how your time at SA prepared you later for life and, you know, whether that's personally um, in your, your practice now, just in general, how you, how you felt prepared. Yeah, I mean, again, I grew up in a very homogeneous environment, um, which had some, some nice aspects to it. Um, but some insular aspects to it as well. And then when you go to Swickley, it's, it's just kind of a whole different world. There's, there's different people. There's, there's people with different hobbies. There's people, people with different skill sets and all these different things were, were promoted and, and fostered, uh, you know, in a, in a growing and learning environment. So co coming into something like that was just totally different from, from where I grew up And that experience alone really just, just set, set swiftly apart for me and thinking about my friends, my local friends, um, that went to the local school, they experienced similar things kind of later down the road. I, I mean, they experienced life, you know, late, later down the road when they, when they started working and, and were, were out in the open. Um, and you know, that was, again, that was my ninth grade of, of high school. So talk about being ahead of the curve. Uh, and, and again, those just, just such a, even my, my friends were just, diverse, well-rounded, kind of all over the place and interests. And they're still like that today. They're all over the country and just, just the most unique. My wife always says that too. Just it's amazing in high school to meet such a dynamic group of individuals. And now I'm lucky enough to be, to be friends with, with them. I mean, my one buddy has an Emmy, he's out in, in California yeah. and he tells us about it all the time. But, uh, <laughs> Just the just dynamic people that it's it, it's really hard to to meet these people and and you're you're gifted with meeting them so early in life it's it's really really amazing. Yeah, and that that's something that I still I'm observing you know now working with alumni but also even current students it's just the the wide range of interests the how really diverse groups of people come together um, I think it's really unique to our community and and. I, I'm always so amazed when I talk to alumni, how many people still stay in touch with so many of their classmates. Um, I think that's a really special thing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's such, I mean, high school in general, it's a, it's, a, it's a great time, but it's such an awkward time for everyone, right? I mean, you, you go in a freshman and, and you leave going to, to college as a totally different person. So you just go through so many different uh, emotions and, and just a weird point in everyone's life. So you, you kind of really feel like you've been through, through training camp with, with these people. And so it's, it's, it's not surprising that you have such strong relationships with them throughout. It's really a nice aspect. Um, you know, as a school, we're always looking to learn and grow and be better. And just curious if there's any sort of areas um, are things that you would like Swickley Academy uh, to to focus on more or areas that you think that we could grow? Yeah, that that's a great question. So that that's always in the back of my mind is this, you know, you always want to grow, um, but at the same time, what made Swickley so nice is kind of how how tight knit and small it felt. So it's it's certainly a balancing act to to obviously keep 
keep growing and nurturing the environment, but at the same time, giving it that, that small tight knit family, close friend type feeling. Cause that ultimately is, is what a helps, helps you learn uh, better, but B helps create those, you know, intimate friendships. So I know I, I see the campus when I'm, when I'm home, I always walk around Swickley and it's, it's uh, pretty amazing. So I think you guys are doing a good job of, of, you know, physically growing, but, uh, uh, mentally and emotionally stay, please stay small and, and tight knit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it very much as, as a, I, I'm also, I'm a parent here, uh, you know, I'm an employee and I can tell you that close knit community feel is alive and well. And, and I mean, nothing has shown that more than this year during COVID and just, this is a brutal year, right? For everybody, teachers, students, and everybody has just really rallied together and supported each other. And, um, so it's been a tough year, but this community, you know, that community piece of it has really, I think, kept us all going. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Well, um, you know, I just really wanted to thank you for being our first guest. I don't know if there's anything else that you'd like to share or any um, questions you might have for us here. No, I think it's great that, that you're doing this. Uh, I look forward to hearing from fellow alumni and especially you know, we're all over the country now and it's every time I'm back, it's, it's just so nice to be in Swickley and so nice to see uh, my classmates that are still around. But, you know, unfortunately, because of the ge geographic disconnect, it's it's uh, we can go years and years without hearing about each other. So this is this is really great service that you guys are doing. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's that's what we hope to do. And we're hoping keeping our fingers crossed that um, we will be able to have an in-person reunion in October. Um, and so we can maybe hopefully physically gather once again. Um, but again, thank you, Colin, so much for, for talking with me and sharing your stories with everyone. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. We hope you enjoyed that episode. Please navigate to sewickley.org slash alumni to hear more alumni conversations as they are released.